Wow, what a difference. The Talkbuster Podcast. Hi, I'm Chris Chipman. You may remember me from such podcasts as the Chipman Brothers Tangent and Creating Geeks, a parenting podcast of great responsibility. I'm here to bring you back to the late 90s, early 2000s, a time of AMRAs and clamshells, a time of late fees and VHS tapes being replaced by DVDs, a time of stale gumballs and overpriced candy. Yes, that's right. I am talking about the time of blockbuster video, the Walmart of the video rental industry, the mom and pop video store killer, the corporate big choice video store that everybody loved to hate. Blockbuster is mostly gone now. Kids today will never know the crazy Friday and Saturday nights with lines wrapped around the store to rent the next big movie. No more will regulars who are in the know arrive at 10 a.m. on Tuesdays to snatch up the new rentals that week before the weekend rush. Most of all, no longer will young movie geeks like myself have the memories I, and many others like me, made while working there. You see, under all of the corporate evil and bad practices, Blockbuster was a home, a comfort, a place where I made lifelong friends and even met my wife. It is because of these memories that I, and I'm sure many of you, have that the Talkbuster podcast was created, a place for me and others to share our memories of what once was, of the before time, of the long, long ago. I'm looking forward to see where this goes, how it evolves. Join me, won't you? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Talkbuster podcast. As always, this is Chris Chipman, the Chippa, living in a world of quarantined existence even though i am uh, still essential and go to work for a few hours a day it's pretty damn crazy out there um before i get into today's guest i'll do a little quick bit of housekeeping as always my 15 dollar or more a month patrons are mason christopher finnick patricia chipman hugh k campbell jr alex peregrine kevin cv mike the gatherer tyler freshcorn mark price and collaborating online Thank you guys so much for helping me out. And for anybody that uh, wonders what that is, if you go to patreon.com slash the Chippa, you can donate a little bit of money to help me make these and get some early access and access to other cool stuff. Um, If not, hey, it's rough times out there. I'm just happy that you're listening. This show, as a lot of shows are, brought to you by the Geeks with Shields podcast. Each week, hosts Axel and Elric provide a nerdy escape from the darkest timeline, talking everything from comics to long-forgotten movies and TV shows. If the darkest timeline has you down, check out the Geeks with Shields podcast for all your nerdy needs. And today, I have a returning guest. The last time we spoke... We're waxing philosophically about all of this wonderful stuff we were going to do in the coming month of March, and uh, then the world went to shit. So, sir, um, please reintroduce yourself to the world. Well, what's funny is I'm going to have to introduce myself under a different name because it was brought to my attention during the podcast that that I never used my name, Alex. The entire time I worked at Blockbuster, I went by Turbo. In fact, I have a Facebook page. Follow it. I don't remember logging, but I'm going to work on that for Turbo the Blockbuster Dude. Oh, no no crap. I love it. Yes. So I got that nickname because I worked with a guy named Jesse, and his response one day was, Jesus Christ, you're so hopped up because I'm an energy ball. He's like, it's like you've done three eight balls of Coke and spooled up like a Turbo. And the name just stuck. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, so, I just got to say one thing to all listeners. Oh, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. What y'all doing out there? Right. Because I what, what what imagine if like 2006, so I guess your time was before, but 2007, if this TV, if that docuseries dropped, 
and we had to deal with everybody wanting to come in and fight for it because that thing is off the wall. It would brought everyone in. Oh, Tiger King. Oh, yeah. Because you know, um, I mean, and the problem is, you know, I finally did realize what shut down uh, Blockbuster in the end. I figured it out the other day. Okay. It was that bitch Carol Baskins. Oh, that bitch Carol Baskins. We killed her husband. We killed Blockbuster. That's just what she did. <laughs> yes, right. My first step one: take down Blockbuster. Step two: kill your husband. Step three: profit. Step four: put Joe Exotic in jail. Ha- in jail. Hashtag free Joe Exotic. <laughs> I haven't even watched this show yet, and I know everything about it. It's wonderful. Yeah, Joe, dude, I've watched it twice. It's so good. It's insane, man. So, uh, how are you holding up, um, you buddy? Know, it's been pretty good. I will say this, though, and I do want to give a shout-out. Um, right now, with everything crazy, I know last time when we spoke, my old boss had passed away, but I want to shoot a dedication of this episode to all the people working the front lines, especially in the medical field, all the nurses. You see the doctors getting interviewed, but you don't see a lot of them, especially after one, my cousin Craig. You know, he is a director of nursing up in Arizona. You know, he normally works the office, but he is down on the floor every day helping his staff because he said he ain't going to fight it alone. So I want to give a shout out to him, especially for the brave fight right now against coronavirus. Absolutely. You're here. And the people that are taking it seriously and not yeah, calling the hey, Block. I'll say go to, I'll say DVDs by mail, blockbuster.com. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can no, return that- or get a rental that day. Oh, wait. That's a great dedication, man. I guess the last blockbuster out there in Bend, Oregon is doing a no-touch curbside drop-off for movies now. You can you can uh, rent them, and then they because they're not open the doors, but you can still rent, which I think is really cool. That is. I mean, it's just, like I said, we were talking about, like, our last call. I actually did some research. We did our interview on, I know the, the podcast just came out here a few weeks ago in April, but we did it back on February 18th. It was when we did ours. And, you know, there was only 28 coronavirus cases in the United States on that day. Yep. And now we're at 585,000? Oh, yeah. Perspective. Yeah, but, you know, places like Sweden have just decided to, uh, you know, let the the herd um, immunity take over. Yeah, that's smart. That's the whole thing. I mean... You know, that is one thing that I will say always working that, you know, I would not want to be working back at Blockbuster during all this with the cases and everything. But, you know, what the one thing that, I mean, maybe it was just my district, but you know what? One thing that always hit our store employees, pink eye, I swear, went through the district like wildfire and you had to go through the district like two or three times in a year. Wow. But I guess people got sick and it's a highly contagious thing. You touch a case and you don't think about it and touch your face. Yep. But I really thought about that because I remember I had it so many times working there. I was like, I had it at least two or three times a year. Huh. I remember Pink Eye was a big deal in um, the dorms in college. Same reason, right? It just moved its way around like a freaking wildfire. I mean, you know, where I went to college is more like syphilis, but that's a whole different story. Oh, yes. Well, yeah, oh. that, that will stick with you. <laughs> No, that's what antibiotics are for. Hashtag did not know that, not from personal experience. (laughs) So, yeah, so, um, you know, we're living in a pretty crazy world, but we're getting by. We're both still alive. I'm I'm assuming everyone close to you is still doing well. 
Um, you know, an 18 wheeler tried to kill me back in February, but you know, some oh, of that. Awesome. we were coming back from Vegas, um, went to our trip, got food poisoning, you know, already bad trip, came home, uh, hit the truck hit ice and just slung into us and hit us and drug us and threw us off the road. But I did buy a Jeep, so it, it kind of all works out. Oh my. See, I, that was God just saying I had to do a second episode with you. So I hope nothing bad happens in a few days to prove there needs to be a third. I don't know. That would be kind of bad. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> you were looking forward to that trip. I'm sorry it didn't work out. Oh, it's all good. I mean, we're going to hopefully get to take a trip somewhere later in the year. I hope. I think we're still planning on our trip. We start kind of loosely planning a trip to Alaska next year. We'll see how that goes. Oh, that'd be awesome. We had. We had in late, January, in late January we booked a trip to Nova Scotia for August. So I'm hoping the border opens back up and we're able to go. I know it's like hashtag let us in. Yeah, but yeah, we want to do because I want to do all 50 states. I've done 35 so far. Oh, that's that's not bad, dude. I know. I see. And if Blockbuster was open, I could do a picture of every store. That would have been really cool. And all fifty states. Take pictures of vacant lots, or Verizon stores, or liquor stores, or dry cleaners, or banks, or banks, or Little Caesars. Yep. Actually, one of ours and where I live now is a Batteries Plus, or you could do yep. a Red Cross blood donation thing. Ooh, urgent care. Ooh, I've never seen an urgent care one. Um, my old ones and orthodontic surgeon place now oh that's close Thanks. we've got a we've got a sub shop and a liberty tax in one of the ones i worked in the other one's a qdoba you know i've never ate a qdoba i've only ever seen one of them we don't have them in virginia qdoba's fine it's it's kind of like um it's kind of like a less healthy chipotle see i'm not a chipotle fan i'm mo's all the way that's a that's my thing all right so qdoba's a lot more towards and I don't mean less healthy and less good. It's, they're more in like the, oh, you want to dump some cheese sauce on that shit? Whereas Chipotle's <laughs> like, you know, hey, we made this fresh. Qdoba's like, we'll deep fry it. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> I life. I love Qdoba already. I've never been. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. No, it's pretty that good. reminds me of unhealthy. You know, I used to love to buy at the store or our stores gummy snakes. Oh, yeah. I would eat a whole gummy snake on a ship. I did not care. Yeah, we gummy snakes. We used to have nerds rope challenges. Oh, those are the hard. Rope. Somehow my watch thought I was talking to it. All right. <laughs> or, um, oh, but speaking of those kind of snack days, I do want to shout out. I say happy 420 week. Yep. I was going to say, you gotta, what would be your top five stoner movies? That's a good one I thought about the other day. Oh, oh, we can Dave, I have, I have to go back to my early teens for this. Oh, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to answer that. I'm going to plead the Fifth Amendment to uh, protect my constitutional right not to say anything. Oh, you, dude, it's all good. Um, believe me. Um, no, what was I going to say? Um, top five stoner movies. Oh, man. So Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is way up there just because every Kevin mm -hmm. Smith movie is a stoner movie. Um, Classic. And, do you remember Airheads? Yes, yes, I do. That was that was a big one. That's like one of those B movies that if it had been produced just a little differently, could have been an A level. Yep. Oh yeah. It just needed oh, a yeah. better direction. Um, 
What else? I mean, there's the Harold and Kumar movies are all fantastic. Oh, but you gotta go through my list. What about Half Baked? Oh yeah, dude. Abba Zabba, you're my only friend. Pineapple Express. Yep. Okay, okay, yeah, you're, this is my favorite one, and I'm shocked you didn't mention it, but you gotta put some Grandma's Boy in there. Oh, Grandma's Boy is great. I was actually um, having a Skype call with a friend the other night. We're editing something together, and his uh, girlfriend was watching Grandma's Boy in the background, and so, like, she just started laughing uncontrollably, like, what's going on? She's just watching Grandma's Boy, and I'm like, that's awesome. I'm glad people still watch Grandma's we, Boy. We don't have Dan's Dance Revolution in here. <laughs> that movie's freaking great oh and then you gotta consider some other ones like um dude where's my car from from the director of harold and kumar himself dude mm-hmm. where's my car What's or my you know, another one I, uh another one too oh man um i told you i'll tell you one's good one is the star wars family oh yeah Blue Harvest and all that; those are all great. Oh, Blue Harvest is like the best one. Remember, and remember, kids, if you're good and you put out milk and cook milk and cookies on four nineteen night, Willie Nelson will bring you good gifts. Did you see um, Snoop Dogg on Twitter? Actually, went at midnight on a four nineteen tweeted out, "Hey, don't forget to leave out your milk and cookies for me." Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> and I, I was like, I this Twitter. Great. Um, you know, it's really funny with Snoop Dogg. I, I saw some beef about him the other day. I showed him and Martha Stewart. It's like, and think, just one's a felon <laughs> talking to Martha. <laughs> but you know what I will say? You got to give Martha some street cred if you really think about it. Like when you see movies like, you know, um, I'm going to throw it to um, the, the Departed. Remember, you never talk. Don't yep. talk. It's like that whole scene right there before when they went to court. Um, and I think it was like two thirds of the movie. Martha could have just rolled on her investing group and she could have gotten no jail time. You know, she really could have very popular, had money, but no homegirl kept, you know, 10 toes to the ground and took that sentence like a boss. Yeah, she is. She's just like, you know what? Whatever. I'll get through this. Six <laughs> nines snitched on everybody. I'm pretty sure he's waiting to tell everybody what, who actually took out Epstein, you know, since, you know, <laughs> They actually, actually, what happened was is the uh, person who did it created coronavirus to take away the distractions. Absolutely, yeah. Exactly. We're gonna find out. Crap! They're gonna I mean, they're gonna find out this obvious thing that this guy didn't kill himself. Uh oh. <laughs> I know this is um. Let's make Tiger King. Yeah, it's how you show about tigers. There you go. But wait, what if it was Carol Baskin? Carol Baskin totally killed uh, Jeffrey Epstein. That's it. That is like the point of it all. Okay. And then one I thought about too, we're talking about the quarantine. What would be like your top five pandemic or quarantine or sick illness movies? Oh man. Movies are excluded. What'd you say? Zombie movies are excluded. Oh yeah. Well, I thought it was really funny. I don't know if you saw this. Netflix decided to hardcore double down on advertising that outbreak had just been released on their service like the day this pandemic hit i know oh i've already watched it and i watched um the pandemic tv series if you haven't watched it really good from a couple of years ago yep no i i love stuff like that outbreak's a good one um 12 monkeys is is a good one. Ooh, i haven't heard that in a long time yeah 12 what about, let's go back to some originals how about some 28 days and 28 weeks later 
So you said excluding zombie movies. I like how you did that there because those aren't really zombies. <laughs> you know, there's a way around. You just got to find the right way to you know, angle it. No, that that those are great ones. And you know what? While, while we're doing that movie, similarly that they don't come out and say that it's zombies and it's more disease. There's a movie called The Girl with All the Gifts. If you well, haven't seen that one. thing, have you seen it? No, I've never seen that one. Oh, it's awesome. It's um. It's very much in line with the 28 Days Later kind of thing. It, it sticks you in a future where they're like the government is housing children because they're where this effects of this disease are first seen. And they're kind of like trying to teach it out of them, you know, to see if they can come up with a cure. And they don't really tell you what it is yet until you get outside this facility and realize, no, these people are full on going like 28 weeks later, like infected zombie virus people and the kid like has control over it so she oh. can like it's like it's almost like a wolf band kind of thing and it's it's such a weird movie and it's awesome you know so crazy like you know what that kind of reminds me of and i know it's weird but it doesn't parallel exactly district nine yes that, I mean, that's a, that sounds a lot like District 9, you know, in that movie. That thing was so big when it was coming out at our stores back then. But, like, you know, the human zone, no alien zones. It's like, but there was so much more outside that they didn't know about. District 9 would be a really cool quarantine movie, actually. I didn't think about that. That would be. I just thought about it. I remember, like, you talk about Apocalypse. If we're going to flip over to video game world, you could mention Fallout. This is what it feels like sometimes. Yeah, especially around here, you could jump into Fallout 4 and just see the world I'm sitting in right now, because Fallout 4 goes to the woods behind my house. Lynn Woods right there, you know? <laughs> That's like, you know, actually, oh my gosh, I got one that my mom wanted me to tell you. Is it a okay. project I did? Um, <clears throat> this got me a trip to the guidance counselor. My turn to say so we, I was in a marketing class because I like marketing. In fact, so I got my bachelor's in that I don't use. That's why I'm getting a second one. Um, but I had to write. We were like, we had to come up with here like a TV show, a movie, and just a general idea and like our plan to market it. So I made this song called The Deadly End. Uh-oh. I feel like this thing would have been a blockbuster classic right away. Weinstein production could have jumped on it, made an exclusive, made a lot of money. Um so my plan was, like, at the time, let's flash, flashback to, like, 0405 America. We were just in Iraq. You know, we were still trying to fight the Taliban. And who is the most wanted man in the world? Osama bin Laden. Uh-huh. So here's my plan. You would get, I, we'd get 10 people and take them out of prison. But I want to handpick them for the show. I want people like Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, Charles Manson, people who are crazy that we could pull it off. Give them whatever they need. Right. Uh huh. That's not people who like you know, would be able to pull it off. Fly them out there and tell them you if you find him and bring him to us, alive or dead, doesn't matter. You get to keep the reward money. We'll give you a million dollars, and you'll be pardoned by the United States president. So it's like um, Suicide Squad and the Running Man all squished together. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Appar apparently, that was too dark. Counselor, are you kidding me? That's freaking awesome! You should always get the ladies oh, from. I didn't tell you what the other part of the thing could be. Okay. You actually never give them any of that stuff. 
you tranquilize them all you leave a note on them you attach like a microchip and like a camera crew to follow really far away they can't find and put hey congratulations thanks for helping us um so yeah you're not coming back you're staying here we took all your passport id identification if you come to any country like uh this allies with us you go back to federal death row and you're in a country where everyone hates you and good luck you know what this reminds me of it reminds me of um White Bear from Black Mirror. I've heard of that one. I, I've remember I've seen parts of it. I don't think I actually seen. Oh, uh, that I won't blow it because if, if anyone here listening, but it has a very similar um, theme to where it ends up for the main character. We'll just say, yeah. And those are like I don't know. Like I like movies and shows like that. Like you know, um, one thing I thought about doing is a quarantine, but I didn't do it. Was I didn't bring it up before, but um, I actually lost my brother when I worked at Blockbuster. He uh-huh. actually passed in 2009. He had uh, cancer. He had colon cancer. Got diagnosed at 32. It was already stage four. But one of his favorite shows I used to love to watch, and actually I'll bring up the second one just because the dra- NFL draft's going to be tonight. So, hey, for all you cool cats and kittens listening, you can go look on Google and find out what day we did this episode. Ooh. Yes, and but- join in with all of us from Boston who aren't paying attention to the NFL draft anymore because <laughs> we lost our two cash cows. I mean, hey, you know, you know what they always say when you get old, you move down to Florida to retire, and that's what they're doing. That's right. I'm a Kansas City guy, so I mean, to all the New England listeners, you know, and then you guys had your run, it's over. Let Bell go back to be Satan's brother, where he belongs (laughs) with no soul. They go down to Tampa Bay. You know, Arians is a great coach, but he. Couldn't handle the heat in the desert or a hot seat on the ownership because he couldn't win. Yep. And so he went out to Tampa Bay because, like Florida, where all the old people go to retire. Tom uh, Brady's. Exactly. But Tom Brady's a freaking genius because if he plays there for two or three years, resides residency, um, do you realize that means all those high taxes they have in New England? Florida has no state tax. It will save him millions if he moves his money down there. Oh, like more than one cents. And his wife, Janelle, is, you know, a huge, you know, supermodel. She could easily move her money down there. She's not paying state tax either. I guarantee the two of them, Brady and Giselle, are making more money off of their friggin', uh, what's it called? Um, Those damn boots everybody wears. (laughs) Yeah, no, he, he was doing the men's line of those, like, women's, like, frilly boots for a while. And that was very... Does he like his deflated? Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. But here's the thing. They now have they have their coach. They have, you know, three people who's old and retired. They ain't going to beat a cheetah, the MVP, MV Pat, just saying. <laughs> or the shark or a honey badger. It's okay, Tampa Bay. You beat the worst. You uh, got a coach named John Gruden and literally won a team built by Tony Dungy. Congratulations. You don't prove nothing. Ah, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, that is a video podcast, but I can go any way you want. But, oh, dude, it's great, man. this This is what I like. It's cool. Yeah, I just flow with it. Like, I just have this ebb and flow of a conversation. But no, back to it. My brother's favorite show was Sopranos. And I was like, man, if I get more time, this quarantine is the last few more weeks so I can go back and watch it. Yep. That was a great show. I hated to see that go. Yeah, that... Oh, man. 
So that, that, that show, that show meant so much to so many people too, that I know that, that aren't here anymore too. So it's, it's, it, it, that show gets brought up more in a, in a, in a happy, but a eulogized fashion for people. Cause it's just, yeah, that show really meant a lot to people. I'll tell you a show that I will give some mad cred to is, um, now, first off, my favorite show was how I met your mother. Love it. <laughs> Barney Stinson is my, my hero, but their ending sucked. And who, oh, yeah. if ever at some point the person who wrote that listens to this, you did a great job for all those years. Got me through some hard points, but you let me down like more than my prom day in high school. Okay. Um, just saying. But yeah, shows, shows are hard band. to end. What was that? Shows are hard to end. No, Modern Family killed it. Modern Family killed it. I cried in that, in that episode. That was a damn good show. I I mean, great show, but the ending was, I don't know how they did that, but that was the, one of the better endings I've ever seen in the show. Did you ever see um, either of, this is going back now, but it's just something I remember from my childhood. Did you ever, ever see either of Bob Newhart's shows that he had? <laughs> I never did. It was a little before my time, because you're what, 37? Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, is I, it was I'm 30 months, I'm just a few years behind. It was a little before my time, too, but my parents, I remember this being a big deal. Like, they sat us down. Bob Newhart had a second sitcom in, like, the early 90s, and he had his old one. And they ended it with him waking up in the set of his old show. You know what's funny? Did you ever see the exclusive for the Blu-ray ending, fake ending to um, uh, Breaking Bad? No. Okay, they got Frankie Muniz. They got everyone. All of a sudden, Walter, when you know he... Okay, for everybody who's listening to this, please fast forward two minutes if you do not want to know the ending of Breaking Bad. When Walter White's at the end, he's got the gun. He's like, you know, Walter White, you're GD right. Boom, he wakes up in the bed and and Malcolm in the middle. That's amazing! And he freaks out and his wife's like, what's wrong? He goes, I had a bad dream. I was got cancer. She's like, oh no. He's like, I had a bald head. She goes, mm, that's hot. And he's <laughs> like, and she's like, I sold drugs or millions. And like, then Frankie Muniz even runs in and is like, Dad, are you okay? And then he like wakes up and that's what the show was. That was a Blu ray exclusive alternate ending. Oh, I love it. I'm going to have to look that up. That's incredible. Yes. It was like, I died laughing. Like, I cried laughing. It was so good. Oh. Do you uh do you watch Bob's Burgers or Archer? You know I need to get into those. I mean it's I don't know like I got some shows but like I'm you're gonna make fun of me but I still watch The Simpsons and South Park yeah. religiously. Oh, I still watch The Simpsons. South South Park I've had a falling out with but I love South Park. But uh you know, The Simpsons I still watch. Are you Tegrity Farms now or are you South Park? Also, <laughs> how did you take my boy Tally away for twenty seasons and then bring him back like nothing happened? Right. Like, it's like is, is that mean this one day Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh is going to come back? Probably. So the thing is, the, the thing with Bob's Burgers and Archer is that the main character is voiced by the same guy, H. John Benjamin. And I I love H. John Benjamin. But do you, you ever seen the movie A History of Violence with Viggo Mortensen? Mm, I don't think so. So, so just reminding me of the Breaking Bad things. The History of Violence is about this guy that used to be like a um, like a crazy ass like, like 
hitman, kind of like a John Wick kind of thing. And he's gone into witness protection hiding with a family that doesn't know. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah. And, and in the movie, he's he's like a diner, like line line cook. And so in Bob's Burgers, he's a burger guy, right? Well, Archer, he's a secret agent. So they did a show swap where they they had they did an episode of Archer where he was Bob and Bob's Burgers in the history of violence, and it was genius. Okay, I'll throw you talking about Bob Newsom earlier. I'm gonna throw another one back on you. I'm talking. Right. Er- I'm going 92, 93, 94 range. All right. You know what really got me in the sci-fi? The Mantis. Oh, I haven't thought about that in years. Where the guy was like a big entrepreneur and he got shot in that uh, art robbery gone wrong. It only ran for like a season and a half. And then he got paralyzed and they built him like the suit. He became a crime fighter. It was a ripoff Batman, but it was still yes, pretty. It was. See, I think about stuff like that. I like I said, I love I love that the nineties are coming back. That's like where it's at. I just bought some super soakers. I've ah. some tiger and you heard those tiger handhelds? Yes, they brought them back. I know I've already ordered some. Those things were awesome. I'm just waiting for N64 and Blockbuster to reopen, man. Be like, let's uh, bring Blockbuster back. Let's bring back the nineties. I'm not sure I understand. Siri, quit trying to <laughs> me. Was that Siri? Yeah, I have um, an Apple Watch, and I was like, apparently I turned it over, and like I pushed a button when I rolled my wrist. That's awesome. Oh yeah, um, I'm an a- I'm an Apple snob, so I have everything. Nothing wrong with that, man. What? I said nothing wrong with that, man. Oh, you gotta go Apple. It's the way it is. I mean, but oh, back to stories of stuff. Oh my gosh, I thought of one after our call. That one actually, one of my old bosses, the crazy one, he brought it up, and we were talking about it. And he goes, do you remember that one time we got that one prank call? And I was like, oh, my God. I'm not even kidding you on this one. This guy called dead. He called several of us and got almost all of us. And he's like, um, hey, have you got that new uh, My- Miley Ray Cyrus losing her virginity movie? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I remember he got me. I was like, wait, what? He's like, there will be blood and hung up the phone. Oh, I drink your milkshake. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Or one time somebody returned the movie Hamburger Hill. You know what that movie is, right? Uh huh. And it was some hardcore porn. Oh. It was just funny because of the name of the title. I was like, all right, well. Uh... Now the question is, did he did he just mix them up, or <laughs> like? Well, I guess it sounds like a porn. This must have been what I rented. Never came back. It just dropped off. We kept it in the mismatch for years. Interesting. I was like, all right. That's not what I expected. Oh, but, oh my God. Okay, so, actually, I had forgotten about this. Um, Sam, thank you for bringing this up. And uh, she's one of my exes. And this is kind of funny. Story. So... We were friends in high school, like went on dates, but never made anything official, right? So yep. I at the big store in St. Andrews. And her mom and her come in every now and then. They came in more, it seemed like when I was there, just saying. Um, finally, one night, it was near close, like, you know, 1140. All of a sudden, they, her mom comes stumbling in. And I don't mean, I'm talking like Ernest or like Otis from uh, Andy Griffin Show Drunk. 
<laughs> like slobbering on my counters. At which point we're getting near the end. Even customers are looking at her like, really? What's wrong with her? She finally goes with her mom to come up in the counter. She goes, I just want to let you know, my daughter has been in love with you for the last three years. And I want, she wants to marry you and thinks you're the greatest human being that's ever lived. And I mean, she went on this like tangent about me for five minutes. She's like, I gotta go throw up outside. <laughs> and her, I looked at her and then here's me and her just staring at each other. Her mom went outside. I mean, dead eye contact. Nobody's blinking. And I just have to grab the movies off the counter and just start renting them while I'm breaking eye contact. And then, of course, it was funny because then I, she paid for it. Didn't even say a word. And she goes, everything she said is true. Good night. Ah! Oh, my God. Well, that is both amazing and incredibly awkward all at the same time. Oh, no, it's all good and fun. I was just like, you gotta... It's crazy how small the world is and how people know each other, like everything you have you know like the funny thing is like you and i probably have um, somehow got two people connected to a mutual friend somewhere oh yeah i'm trying to like think like I, oh no i never told the story of a girl i dated in high school this is one that's really good so um her name was crystal lucky i haven't talked to her in years so if she ever hears this hello um but we started dating like you know a little casual nothing serious well i was talking to my stepdad about it he goes huh Lucky, that's a really weird last name. And I'm like, yeah, I've never met somebody with that either. I don't think I've ever met anybody since with that last name. Like L-U-C-K-Y, like Vegas, which is not lucky for me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I didn't gamble. I took enough of a gamble driving. Um, but anyways, he's like, ask her if she knows a David. And I'm like, okay, why? And he goes, well, when I, and you, he's like, a long time ago, he's like, this guy, I don't know what he's saying, but he T-boned me in my brand new van I just bought back in the 80s. And his name was David Lucky. And he's a really nice kid, but dumbass. He goes, ask if you know him. So that night I call her and put her on speakerphone on a house phone for all you kids out there. That's a phone that was connected to your home before cell phones. A landline, yes. Uh-oh. After Rotary, but before the digital age. Um, I called that. I put her on speaker. I was like, hey, can I ask you a question? She goes, What's up? And I was like, do you know David Lucky? And she goes, that's my dad. Ah! Well, like three, four dates in, I go over there. My Mustang battery just dropped dead. Can't be jumped. It's so dead. Have to call my stepdad. He comes and gets me. And they get to see each other for the first time in like 20-something years. Oh, no. That's great. I know. He's like, hey, buddy. Oh, what's funny is you talk about the, the quarantine, too. I'm going to throw it way back. And I'm going to throw a movie title in with it. Um, so since the quarantine started, I have grown a, I'm growing a mohawk. Yeah. And I'm going to dye my, or bleach my hair and then roll it with a shamrock green. Yes. And I'll put the mohawk shout out to SLC Punk. Oh, man. I haven't thought of that one in forever either. I know. Like, there's so many great movies. Like, people don't realize. That was Jake Busey, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, that was good. I mean, like, there's so many, like, random movies you could think about, and you're like, oh, my God, I forgot how great this was. Like, um, you know, I love going back. One thing I've been doing is um, with my whole family, I have a very large family. I have so much family in Arizona, California, my dad's side. I've got hundreds of cousins, literally. So, hey, guys. Um, but I've been trying to do watch parties through the uh, Disney Plus and the um, 
um, and or Netflix, and like we always watch it at the same time. It's kind of cheesy, but I like doing stuff like that. Oh, it's fun. I, I've I've been doing that too. I think it's great. And then, um, but I found some not old movies I forgot about that were so good. I've introduced. We had to introduce our kids to. Like first off, how do you not love Blank Check? Blank Check. Oh yeah. Got to install a water slide, man. Got to install a water slide. I mean, you have to install the water slide and $300,000 for a house. Dude, if you try to buy that house in LA now for $300,000, you'd be laughed at. That's like at least $3 million now. You should have kept the inflation. would have been great for him. Yeah. Let's make blank check too. Inflation. Yes. Yes. Um, wait, wait, wait. What's your name? Juice? I made a mistake. <laughs> Of course, you would send a kid. Um, the Big Green. Oh man, simpler times, my friend. Oh, oh. or um, the fat, the fat camp movie with the blob. Yeah. Oh, heavyweights. Heavyweight. That's I can't remember. It was like, a, but my parents totally threatened to send me the one of those. Probably at one point, just never told me. Oh man, those were so prominent in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still exist because, you know, rich dickhead families still try to fix their kids. But, um, you know. <laughs> it is, but those things were advertised back then. No wonder yes, we have they were. Prozac in our modern age. Oh, speaking of old school throwback, I'm gonna t- oh, I, I bought these for my kids. They're in the fridge and they haven't had them yet. Surprise. But I bought some Jones soda. Oh, it's so good. I got the blue and the regular cream. I'm like, oh, they're going to love this. Do you remember the New York Seltzer Company? I've heard of it, but I think I was just too short. Like, you can just, get like, them again. Yeah. You can get them again. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know how many states have these, but there's a something or other world market. What the hell is <laughs> I've heard of those. We don't have those here. Those are more in the Northwest and like the Midwest, if I'm not mistaken. But, but they have them there. My friend, whenever he goes, he'll bring back like a case and go, look, and I found New York seltzer. I'm like, are you kidding me? In the exact same bottle with the same logo. Oh, I mean, I'll tell you one. I would love to see come back as Orbit. Remember those like little balls inside the drink? Orbit was amazing. Oh, gee, Orbit was great. And then um, now I tried Zima when it came back out. Wasn't too impressed. Yep. It's Zima. It's it, Zima is the exact same thing as, um, not uh, the long, not the uh, twisted tea. What's that company that makes the malt liquor? Oh, you're talking um, Smirnoff. Like they don't Smirnoff that. Ice. Yeah, they yeah. Zima's, yeah, Zima's just like Smirnoff Ice. It's it's the same thing. Oh, I kind of figure. Um, I mean, I tried it. it. Was like like I tried Clear Pepsi when it was out a couple years ago. That was pretty yes. Good. I love Clear Pepsi. Um, I did. It was okay. I mean, you know, I miss, and I was really. They reminded me of it when I had it the other day. There's a new Mountain Dew out called uh, Frostbite. Yes, yes. Which tastes like blue ice. If you melted it and made it into a drink, that's what it would taste like. It's exactly what it tastes like. That's all I said. She was right. But, you know, it made me think of um, it made me think of the blue Pepsi back in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. That was such a good soda. I don't know why they got rid of that. Do you remember the multicolor ketchup? Was that? Multicolored ketchup. You know what? Oh yeah. Here's my top five things that need to come back to having from the nineties. All right. Besides number one, blockbuster. Right. Go uh, stay on brand. I mean, you gotta stick on brand, baby. Number two, I want some high C ecto coolers. 
Yes, did you get them when they came back for the short period of time when Ghostbusters came out? Oh, I did. My brother got me a case. They brought it back for like a month when um the Ghostbusters 2016 came out, and my mm. brother got me a case. Oh, of it. it was so right good. From the menu, from the vendor, you can do that. I found the vendor not locally, and I was like, yes. Um, you gotta bring PB crisps back. I don't know if you remember those or not. Holy crap! I haven't thought of those in forever either. Well, what's funny is me and my wife were talking about things coming back from the '90s because I posted about those Tiger Electronics coming out. She goes. What's the we said? What would you want to come back? And at the same time, we said PB crisps, and I was like, oh, "It's because the Planters cheese balls came back. Those were definitely good." Um, yep. I mean, how about Pogs? Can Pogs make a comeback? I've heard Pogs are starting to make a comeback. Dude, I would love that. Or like some. Um, I was gonna say like, even like I'm gonna throw it way back. The original Skip It. I saw. I've been trying. I saw that. I was like, man, I wish my daughter had one. And I'm like, they're so expensive. I'm like, bring them back. That snippet was cool. Or you know what else they bring back? And I'll tell you, I don't know if there's rules, but McDonald's used to be legit on the stuff they gave out or sold. You could buy like yeah. those Batman collectible glasses when Batman Forever came out, Disney related movie stuff. I'm like, it was so cool in the nineties. What did they do wrong? Why did they change? Did you did you catch McDonald's nostalgia week from earlier in the year? I didn't get to do it, but I saw it. They were awesome, dude. They, not only did they bring back the old stuff, they, they looked like they were just as shoddily manufactured in the best way as they were originally. Like, they didn't improve anything about the stuff. It was great. I'll tell you one thing that I had never had. It was both before we were probably even born. Was, um, they had a thing in the 70s called Onion Nuggets. Yes, I heard about these. I want to so bad go. Um, I wish they could bring them back, or if I can make them somehow. I'll tell you one that I'm going to try whenever I get a chance to go up to Ohio. I um, was going to go for a big convention in July, but it's gotten canceled because of all this. And I have a cousin who lives in Ohio, and I've been meaning to go see him since you know last like two years, and I just haven't had a chance because I swear something always comes up. But they, the last three McDonald's in the country two of which are West Virginia. One's their big home office down in Orlando. McPizza. Yes, I was just, my brain was just going there. We gotta have the McPizza. I will have to like, you know what we should do? I should totally do like a five minute short special and we should totally like, I should just call you when I'm eating it. And we'd be like, all right, this is what it tastes like for everyone. Post pictures for the the cast. We should totally do that. That'd be great. Well, see, what's crazy is I'm hoping, and I'm waiting to hear final word back, is uh, I'm going to try to go to Africa next year for a mission trip for a week to Rwanda. But one of the awesome. airports you land in, thank you, is uh, Turkey and Istanbul. And, and they have their McDonald's in the airport. They have the uh, McLobster. Yes. So you've ne- so the McLobster roll, right? We didn't ever have those in this part of the country. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, have it. It's, it's actually... For a McDonald's thing, that Mc, Mc Lobster roll is legit because every year they have it up here because it's New England, right? They, they, uh, but it's legit, and it's the cheapest lobster roll you'll ever be able to get. <laughs> like I said, I mean, like, actually, my sister was in the Philippines last, earlier, th- or no, last year. And she hates McDonald's, but I totally go who told her to do it because I want to see if it's real. But she tried mixed spaghetti. That exists, too, yeah. It's like it's still in the Philippines, Taiwan, and like a few other places. Huh. You know what? 
did you ever have an Arch Deluxe? You know, that was a, I remember him. I know my dad got him. Like, I remember, like, he got that one, or, like, they ran, like, the special Big Mac for in partnership with, um, um, oh, number 25 for the yeah. Market Fire. Uh, yeah. But they did that with him. But I remember my dad got those, because that was a little before my time. Like, I wish I could have been a little older so I could try to make DLT. Yeah, make DLT is the one I missed out on, too. I remember my mother used to get them. Oh, and then, of course, the commercials with, uh, um, the guy from Seinfeld, uh, Jason Alexander. Yep. With the hair and everything. What about um, 3D Doritos? You know, that's actually on like my high up list of things I'd want to come back. I mean, how do we not have that come back by now? They must have just been hard to make. Or yeah, or no profit margin on them. But I did like the fact that the actual Planters cheese balls came back. Yeah, those were fantastic. You know, I like them. They're just, they get more cheesy powder on you than the other ones do. But that's yeah. half the reason. Oh, you that with like a sandwich with chips inside the sandwich? Yep. Okay, since you're a New England guy, I'm going to throw one on you, though. This will be one like, how about peanuts and Coke? Have you ever done that before? Like get like planters, peanuts, put them in a Coke and eat and drink at the same time? Yep. Okay, I was wondering, I was like, is that a Southern thing or not? No, I, I'm, I believe it is a Southern thing because folks and I from learned it from was someone who came up from the south but i've done it and it's delicious oh yeah it's the best. I mean, you know there's so many like good food combinations especially if you want to go back to like our childhood and stuff the 90s were the best oh, what about those strawberry cream things that we used to be able to get what the hell were those called you know in some of they had orange cream or strawberry cream like late 90s early 2000s Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you... What the hell were they? I don't know. Or remember Philadelphia used to make those little mini cream cheese blocks you could eat that had, like... It was like a cheesecake with, like, cherries. Yep. I'm a fat kid, all right? Let's be honest. I'm hey, or I'm three, four. I'm a big boy. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Food is good. Oh, yeah, I introduced my daughters to moon pies this week. Nice. Solid Southern choice made out there in Tennessee. Ah. Uh. And all of these things went hand in hand with Blockbuster, man. You could you couldn't work at a Blockbuster and not eat crappy, delicious food. Oh I mean, my I used to be oh I used to bring food or I would we'd always have the popcorn for the smell of the building and I'd be eating that like three bags my whole shift. We had a um, local Chinese food restaurant that every employee would order food from. And so the we started getting pretty consistent shifts. Oh, the guy on the other end would be like, oh, is this Chris? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I oh, don't worry. We know what you want. We'll be right there. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> you know, that's always good when you have those. I mean, like I said, you know, I've had some interesting next to me, but the only store I ever had like a distinct smell, like because of a restaurant was, um, well, two of them. If you work nights at Rosewood, there was like, it was kind of like the parking lot was like downward, like 10 feet from the next parking lot up. Like it was like a hill. And there was yep. a Italian food restaurant that you could smell from there. But then um, the one in West Columbia, 91577, they, um, or 92, yeah, that's right. Um, they had a Little Caesars right next to them. Uh, is, isn't it so weird? So how did you guys always have Little Caesars? 
Um, actually, yes and no, if that makes any sense. Like when I was a kid back in the 90s, there was actually a Little Caesars restaurant in my town. And like I knew they were all over the area. And then like out of nowhere, they went away. Like, Same they were, oh, but, like the one in Kmart would still be open. Yes. And then it was like the mid late, like around like I'd say like, oh, five in South Carolina, you started seeing them come back. Right, so Little Caesars went away, but I had heard that um, it was still a franchised brand, so they were you could still buy the brand, and if you wanted to, you could actually go online, I guess, in the early 2000s and, like, order frozen stuff and, like, make it yourself, which I thought was cool. But I went to school, to college in Lowell, and was driving by a Kmart one day, and I saw the Little Caesars sign, and they said, oh, yeah, all the other Little Caesars in the whole state went away, but this one stuck around. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then, like, a month later, they blew back up and were everywhere again. It's funny that we have Little Caesars and no Blockbuster. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of brands that I still have looked at, and I'm like, how are you still here? Like, I mean, this is not to sound mean to anyone, but honestly, like, how are office supply stores still open? They charge, right? like, $60 for a thing of paper that you can get at Walmart for $3, and, like, nobody's ever there. Well, I don't know if they've done it around you, but Staples has completely rebranded themselves as like a, uh, um, not a home office store so much, but as like a home print solution store. So it's like a giant Kinko's now with like, they have like adjunct office space that you can rent out, like for like work from home people and stuff. It's like, wow, this, this is very different. Okay. Uh, I haven't think I've been in an actual office supply store. In like five or six years, I guess. Yeah, they changed a lot. When when you started seeing a snack aisle in Staples, that's when you knew it was like when you started seeing Blockbuster sell T-shirts and memorabilia. You're like, ah, oh, you're on your way out. You <laughs> know, honestly, I didn't feel like that when we started doing it. I thought it was a lot of keys trying to make this in the Seven Eleven, which is fine. So they were talking about like at one point. I don't know if it was a joke, but our DM had asked questions about like. Flushy machine, which I totally would agree with in the South. That'd be a great idea. In no, I, I I think Blockbuster rebranding itself as a one-stop, like, good-time entertainment place like Jim Keyes was trying to do is a great idea. It just, it had the air because it was still flushing itself out in the regular everyday to day stores. It felt tacked on rather than having, like, a consistency to the brand. Like, like I'm sure he was going for, you know? You know, one thing I never understood about their marketing team, and this is just me per se, but why did they put so much focus on, like, our store was kind of like split down the middle and then goes to the right or left. Or you could go start walking left and go around the wall. They put so much emphasis in the planograms over that middle section, like the middle row in caps. When yeah. Everyone comes in, goes to the left, and walks the whole main wall. Wouldn't you want those to be the ones you want to focus on the most? It's weird, right? It's like they were trying to, instead of putting stuff where they thought the traffic was, they were trying to direct the traffic to a different place. It's like and people aren't going to know it's there, man. Oh, here's one. Did you have you ever heard of grocery store science? Yes. Oh, I love that because like people don't know a lot about that, but like. You put the meats and the milk in the back, so you got to walk through the store. The main middle aisles are cereal and other items that are going to be impulse buys. Your lower stuff is on the right, which is like your bread. That's a low mark or higher markup vegetables on the right. And that's why yep. you have the way it cycles. Yep. 
and usually your clearance is always in the back left because it's the least likely spot you're ever going to go in the store. And what's funny is with the uh, directed lines through grocery stores now, I've heard, you know, with, with the pandemic around here, at least, you know, they're telling this is the only direction you're allowed to walk kind of stuff. People are saying not just because they're afraid of not being able to go back, but they're just doing way more impulse buying now because People they're been doing it, doing a grocery store pickup orders. Just buy it online, pay yep. for it, just drive up there and get it. Yep. Everybody, make sure you wash your hands and or use hand sanitizer. Yes, which you should have been doing anyway, people. You know, these are questions I have. Like, here's my question. I know people stole toilet paper from Blockbuster. We lost a lot of toilet paper. Okay, well. Were people not using toilet paper before or soap? That is my concern. Right? Ew. Right? Exactly. It's like, I mean, I've never seen people panic over toilet paper so much in my life. I, mean, I grew up in a hurricane state, so I can kind of say I've seen it a little bit. But well, also, though, I mean, what I said what I said to someone before is they go, well, what happens? It's going to be a disaster if I run out of toilet paper. And I go, okay, here's the deal. If you do run out of toilet paper and you can't get it, do you still have running water? They say, yeah, I go, do you still have a shower? Do you still have hand towels? Yeah, I go, you'll be fine. Like, it's going to be outside. Use some leaves. Just don't use pine cones. Yeah, don't use pine cones and don't use the three leaf uh, bushes for those of you that weren't Boy Scouts. And if you find one with five leaves, please call me. Yes. Yes, Alex is looking for five leaf donations. Uh, <laughs> actually, I'm in Massachusetts, so I'm looking for five leaf donations too because all the dispensaries are closed and I have friends that need this shit. Um, Send it my way. Item, just saying for some people. Did, did you? I don't know if they did that everywhere, but our it, it, it blows my freaking mind. Guess what's essential? Liquor stores, because you know, you got got to keep I, that liquor money coming I gotta, in. No, I got to argue that, and I got to argue for that because um, I've got family in the medical field, and they said the same thing. If you cut that off, you're going to have hundreds of people going. Oh, no, apps. no. They said I the think they're going to emergency rooms because well, if say they're you know someone who's i mean i'm not trying to by any means discredit anyone's homeless by what i say this but or someone who is possible low income they won't have insurance they're going to flood the emergency rooms and that's going to cause mass issues for people oh, who I, are virus I agree completely my thing that i'm pissed off about our governor is that they they decided a li liquor stores are still essential which i agree with and closed all the dispensaries you know i have the i hear the here salons are closed i could i would say if I disagree on in the sense that, like, if you told me, hey, I'm going to bring one client in, if it, it's a guy haircut, simple. I'm bringing one client in an hour. We're going to swipe everything down, give them their haircut, re-clean everything, and do the next person. We only do 10 people a day or 12 people. They have 45-minute blocks. What's wrong with that? I agree. If, if it's somebody that's working one-on-one -on -one with someone, regulate it. They're, they're regulating mass gatherings at grocery stores, and they're doing pretty well with it. Um, so. I mean, it's a hard thing to do. I mean, you know, this is, you know, I mean, the only thing that could probably save us would be the only is if we had Harrison Ford from Air Force One as our president because he probably could fix everything. Well, no, yeah, just let Harrison Ford can be the president and we'll let Wolfgang Peterson direct the pandemic and everything will work out just fine. Actually, no, I'm going to throw it back. I wouldn't want, I'd rather have Kiefer Sutherland be the president. For Ooh. The 
I mean, if we're going to talk about, you know, 24 or 24, and then we're going to flip it back to the TV show that was on ABC, got dropped, repicked by Netflix, and that famous show would be. Brain shutting off. There's a bunch Designated of. Survivor. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, there's a bunch of shows that happened. Yeah, Designated Survivor was awesome. Oh, it's still on, I think, isn't it? I love that show. Yeah, no. Give me Kiefer. He's been through some crazy stuff. He can pull it off. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland, I'm surprised he didn't get more action movie roles after, after that. You know, he's been on TV. Good for him. He probably honestly got paid in like sitcoms. I mean, the guy's got money now. That's true. We're paying him a lot for sitcoms, but I mean, like I said, Kiefer, yeah, I was like, he's a badass, but he's, and he's Canadian. Yep. I'll give you a cool one. Name, I'll tell you a thing, and I'll guess, let you guess who it is and see if you know. It's a movie related, of course. All right. Name the action thriller st- action star. He does a lot of martial arts. Who won Ace? Who has been in the Olympics? Oh, crud. I knew this. Crud. Blah, 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 blah. Is it, um, Russian guy? Nope. No? All right, no, I don't know. That would be Mr. Jason Statham. Yes, yes, yes. But do you know what sports and what country no. and where he no, plays? But I've heard this, but go for it. He finished in his, well, he's part of the team, so they got a team medal. They finished silver. Good for them. For the United Kingdom. Synchronized diving. Jason State has a silver medal in synchronized diving that he won in the 96 Atlanta Olympics. That's awesome. I know. I'm like, yes. It's, it's but I don't think that we need to make sure. And let me know if any of your listeners are this person. Who's checking on Betty White? God, Betty White is checking on Betty White. I've seen her pop up and go, hey, everyone, I'm still fine. All right, just, you know, uh, we, like, we got a new Wuhan if that ta- if Betty White dies. That's an American treasure right there. That's like tearing down Statue of Liberty. Yeah, no, Bet- if we lose Betty White, it's going to be hell to pay. It is, because, I mean, Betty's Betty. I mean, how can you watch the Golden Girls with her gone? I know. So did you ever see, um, they did a roast of uh, William Shatner. Yeah, I've seen all of them. Yeah. Did you see Betty White's bid on the roast of William Shatner? I can't remember it. It's been so long. She comes out and goes, I would like to tell you all about the time I had sex with William Shatner. And everyone's already dying. And she goes, there was so much panting and sweat. And then I said, Bill, you better hurry up. Your roast is about to start. <laughs> he was on the floor. Oh man, it, there's some of those roasts. Oh, like with Justin Bieber when they got him. Oh my god. Oh, if you want to hear a good roast, look up on YouTube. It's called Epic Rap Battles of History. I don't know if you've ever seen that YouTube channel ever. Oh, that. Oh no, no. I think one of the best ones. If you got to throw it back to Make Me Mad Thirty Five, Mister Wooden Alligator. Oh, that's old. Yep. Or, or you can't kill them, Carol. <laughs> Or, Charlie, won't you go into the cave? Huh, they took my kidney. Oh. Wow, dude. 
I don't know if this is how your podcast normally goes. We haven't even done your games yet. We're already at the hour. Oh yeah, no, I don't didn't I didn't even bring my game with me, so that's okay. <laughs> does, does that mean you want to do round three? Like Rocky three was the best Rocky, they say. <laughs> no, um, I I think we should try to wrap up soon because I got to get back to work. But um, I I don't want to miss any more of your stories. So you got you got something else? I think we'll roll. Like I said, we can just do we can go Rocky three and do a third round. Oh, absolutely, dude. I'll have, I'll have you back on anytime, man. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I was going to say, hon, so all you cool cat and kittens out there, please stay safe. Remember, if you feel sick, stay home. Stay at least six feet away from people. And remember that cats can get coronavirus. So that cat that will probably eat you when you die is probably carrying the thing to kill you. Yep. Dude, you got, a, you got, you got, got anything else you want to shout out to, man? Um, let's think, like I said, to all the first responders, frontline workers and everything, um, you know, stay strong. Um, oh yeah, I'll give a quick shout out at the end, uh, to Johnny who worked with me at Blockbuster for a long time. Him and his wife just announced a second baby. I totally give him a hard time. Quarantine baby, but they didn't respond. That's awesome. So congratulations, Johnny, on the new addition to your family coming in December or was it November? I can't remember. I just saw it yesterday. Yeah, let's hoping that they'll be able to easily have that baby nicely in November outside of the chaos people have to go through right now that I know they're having kids. Wow. Because I got two small children. And my youngest, or not the youngest, sorry, my oldest girl, she broke her arm actually right when all this started. Oh, my Um, daughter started going on up her nose last week and we had to go to the ear, nose, and throat doctor and have it ripped out. That was fun. That sounds like no fun. All right, man. Well, Alex, it is always a blast to have you on, man. I always love being on here. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Alex, for making it a talkbuster night or day or whenever all of you guys are listening to this. Please be kind, rewind, and we'll talk to you soon.